All right, good morning, everybody. Hope everyone's doing well. We have a lot to cover because yesterday, particularly yesterday evening, regardless of what time zone you live in, um, there was quite some startling news in both the world of politics and in the world of uh, of space. So let's get into it. So before I jump into the really interesting stuff, I want to talk about a raid that went on in Florida last night. And allegedly, this raid was conducted by Florida state officials because there was a woman who was working for the Florida State reporting the COVID numbers. And she had helped develop a system and a public database that helped to track these numbers. Now, allegedly, and I say this carefully because there's always two sides of the story here, right? Allegedly, she left her post at the official um, government job there because of the fact that she felt that she had evidence that the state of Florida was actually under-reporting the numbers of COVID cases they had. Now, one thing I want to say here is that I'm not trying to be like certain news outlets that cover just the, 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 the left side of the aspect or the right side of the aspect. I'm trying to play it right down the middle for the simple fact that I just want to report it and then I want to hear what you guys have to say. So what we have to understand that no matter the situation... There's always two sides to every story, and that may not be the most popular thing to say these days or to say right now, but with that being said, we have to consider both aspects because according to this Florida raid, aside from the official statement made saying that they raided the house because of the fact that they believe she had technology and was hacking into the public database of the Florida COVID numbers in order to support her own independent work is a little fishy to me, and Again, we don't know if they went in there for other reasons, of which they're not saying. But according to the woman herself, who tweeted out last night, pretty much her perspective of the story, saying that they were there for about 20 minutes knocking, knocking. That was actually one of the few facts that both sides um, could actually agree on. Then they let her in, fi- let them in finally. She let them in. And then allegedly, she claimed that they drew their guns when her family came downstairs, because I believe she lives in a a townhouse, or based on the camera footage of the bottom floor, you could see that once you walk in from the entrance, there's stairs going directly up. So apparently they drew their guns on her family, and she was extremely concerned because of the fact that they drew guns on her kids. Now, I'm not trying to discredit her and take away from that. With that being said, there's two sides of this story. There's the side of the fact that she's a whistleblower, then there's the other uh, perspective, which is that Excuse me, there's the other perspective, which is that she fundamentally disagreed with the way that Governor Ron DeSantis is running things and reporting things. And whether or not that's the case, I'm not sure. Whether or not Governor DeSantis authorized this raid personally, I don't know the specifics as to how Florida law works and what have you. But it's something that has to be addressed. And just because there's two sides of the story and there's two bases of arguments here doesn't mean that it shouldn't be covered. And so I think that it's far too early to figure out what happened. It's, I mean, look, at the end of the day, we know for a fact, we discuss it on the other episodes all the time, that if the government wants you, they got you, right? Now, I'm not saying that this was something that Ron DeSantis or the, the Republican Party authorized, because again, I don't know the specifics, but at the end of the day, if any major organization or institution wants to come after you, they will find any reason, legitimate or BS, to do so. And I think, I don't want to say that's what happened here because there may in fact be legitimate reasoning behind it, but the problem here is that people are spreading this information online, this story, with their own perspective or their own, I guess we could say, unintentional twist to it. 
and then it's being fact-checked by the establishment media. But the problem with the establishment media is that we don't know how much we can trust it. And the point of this here is that, guys, you know it's bad when we have to question both sides. There's not even a side that we think we can trust anymore. That's how you know it's bad. So, again, um, I know there's a little more detail to the story, but it's just something I wanted to, to touch on because I don't care personally what perspective you're from, whether you're center-right, center-left, middle-right, middle-left, or far-right, far-left, what have you. It's not right. Assuming, let's assume it's true for a second. Let's just assume that guns were put to her kids' heads. That's not right, especially for state officials, particularly in a in a time when defund the police is such a big thing and, and Black Lives Matter is such a big movement. I don't advocate for violence in any sense of the word. I don't care what what view you're on, um, what party you affiliate yourself with, or if you're an independent, or if you're truly a free thinker. I'm just here to present the facts, but I also think at the same time that any form of violence, if that happened to our children, should not have been used whatsoever. Again, we have to dig through all the BS behind all this because of the fact that the government themselves, the government of Florida, their official public statement may in fact have been a, a manipulated lie too. So we have to weigh both options here and we have to see what's going on. You have one side of the argument that says that Governor Ron DeSantis, even though it can't be proven, was allegedly responsible for this directly because he doesn't want this woman uh, going out on her own independently online and revealing the real numbers. Then there's the other side of the argument that regardless of what party you belong to, this is authoritarianism rule in a certain sense or um, crony capitalism for the oligarchs in a certain way. But again, I don't want to jump into that too much. I just wanted to cover it so you guys can get a grasp of what's going on here. Now, let's jump into the really big news. Israel. As I'm sure you guys heard, and I posted on uh, my YouTube last night, just a quick post to let all you guys know for those who didn't, the former Israeli space um, defense minister, essentially, who's 87 years old, said that extraterrestrials are living among us, and they have been for thousands of years, and that they have contracts signed with both Israel and the United States, and many other countries as well, by the way. And he also said, now this is where it's interesting. He said two things that really caught my attention. Again, assuming this is not a disinformation campaign and he's not, I don't mean to disrespect the guy, but he's not senile. Assuming those two, we put those two aside. The man has tremendous number uh, numbers of um, achievements and awards. He's respected by everybody. He did say that he decided to come out now because if he had said something five, six years ago, um, he said he would have been put in a mental institution, pretty much trying to say that the way humanity's thinking has evolved in the last five years has really become so rapid that people are starting to accept the whole UFO phenomenon and alien phenomenon even more. Now, the two most interesting things is, number one, he said that Trump was about to expose it, and then they, the aliens asked Trump not to because they feel humanity's not ready and they didn't want to create a mass hysteria, particularly with the virus that's going on around the world right now. With that being said, there's a few things that I find a little bit interesting here. And that is that first off, how the heck I, I, I don't in this particular scenario, I don't care what side you're on politically, or if you don't have a side, how they got him not to tweet about them, <laughs> I don't I don't know. Whether you like him or not, he's a prolific tweeter. Everyone's got to admit that, right? So honestly, I think that he's not... I think Trump, even though some people might think he's stupid, I think in a lot of aspects he's not. And I think that he has a sense of self-control a lot of people kind of tend to overlook. 
And I believe that if he understood the seriousness of things, in which I'm sure they did, they probably sat him down and said, this is probably one of the most best held, best, eh, sorry, best kept secrets in the world at the moment, he probably would have listened and respected their wishes. All right. With that being said, excuse me, he also mentioned that there is a, the former Israeli space defense minister said that there is a underground base on Mars in which humans and extraterrestrials are working together. Now, he also said that these extraterrestrials are attempting to find the answers and uh, answers and understand the fabric of our universe the same way that we are. They're just on a much more evolutionary scale, and their politics don't interfere nearly as much as ours do with one another. He also said that allegedly, the extraterrestrials are willing to share almost all the technology that they've developed with us if we just end the the what they say to be the pointless wars, right? And I agree very much so. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to get into the whole subject of war at this at this time, but I think that we need to understand that certain things are bigger than money. Certain wars I believe are necessary to defend a nation if you're attacked, but certain things are bigger than money. And so at the end of the day, what we have to look at here is we have to look at the consistency of all of it because if we take a look at a gentleman by the name of Paul Hellyer, who was the former Canadian defense minister years and years ago, who's still alive to this day, who still goes on any mainstream media network or any independent news network that will have him, he says the same thing that this Israeli former defense minister says, or former space defense minister says. And that's another thing as well. The consistency lines up. This Israeli defense minister also said that the four, there are four species that we have contractual obligations with in terms of working together technologically and spiritually. And Paul Hellyer said the same thing. So, And Paul Hellyer said this, I believe, the first time he came out with it was 2014, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken. And so, again, the consistency is there. Now, you might say, okay, Dave, there's only two people saying this. Fine. There are a handful of other whistleblowers and politicians who have said the same thing, former presidents who've hinted at the same idea. I mean, if we look at Obama and Bill Clinton, when they go, or Hillary Clinton as well, when they go on shows like Jimmy Kimmel, they always joke about it. It's kind of like they can always say that if there's ever a reveal at the time that they're still alive, they can say, well, technically we weren't lying to you guys, right? And so regardless if they say it sarcastically or not, they did say it. So it kind of covers them on their end. They kind of denied it but accepted it using sarcasm. And so it's just a form of, of subliminal, I guess we could say psychological. I don't want to use warfare, but messaging, let's call it. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is that there's a galactic federation, he claims, that is simply trying to understand the universe. And what I find so peculiar about that is this. They don't want to be revealed because they believe there would be way too much mass hysteria. And that's fine. But at the same time, this falls in line directly with everything we've spoke, spoken about on the show. Now, yes, we may have gotten some things wrong and we may have gotten some things so accurate that certain people couldn't believe it. But that's the whole point of trying to sift through all the crap. If you guys know what I mean without me having to swear. So the thing about this too is that we don't know exactly where these beings are. I would dare to say that the, the humanoid ones that look similar to us are walking amongst us now. Um, allegedly, these beings also help stop nuclear war in many different cases. And they 
don't want humanity or the public of humanity to know about them yet because not only do they believe we're not ready, but they believe that we are actually not just self-destructive to ourselves, but to the entire universe because our ability to essentially utilize and harness the power of the nuclear bomb or the atomic bomb is dangerous in and of itself. And so I feel like, honestly, these other civilizations, maybe not all of them, but these civilizations do not have... I guess we could say factions or institutions or mass groups of people that are trying to suppress the rest of them. Maybe they've gone through war before and they understand. We don't know. But it seems like what this Israeli space defense minister says, assuming it's not disinformation and assuming that this gentleman is, and again, I mean no disrespect because I don't know his personal health record, um, is not senile or experiencing some type of uh, form of, I guess we could say, amnesia or hypnosis or something like that. I mean, many former U.S. Navy pilots or soldiers have come out who have been given classified access to these kind of things, who have shared pictures with people um, of, of these aliens, and you can find the, the interviews on YouTube. They would say these things on their deathbed and what have you. Now, that's that, that pretty much covers that, and if I missed anything, feel free to add it in, in the comments. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is this mysterious Indian virus. Now, there's, uh, I guess we, not even virus, but illness. There's a mysterious illness happening within a particular part of India. I Off the top of my head, I cannot recall. Um, but it is infecting people and making people act weird and they don't know what's causing it they don't know what it's doing when you catch it they don't know how long you have it for they don't know if you can catch it again it's pretty much i don't even want to say covid 2.0 it seems like it's something far worse than that to be honest with you and so when i look at this and i take a step back i try to get the perspective of all you guys too especially you guys who've been commenting because i i try to absorb your 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 rationale and way of thinking because i really respect and appreciate it and so when I look at this, I say, my God, if this isn't contained and if this is able to spread in any form, not just not even air, if it's able to spread through touch, my man, we're screwed. Like if we haven't learned from this time around, I mean, we're, whether you want to believe if COVID is real or not or anything of the sort, at the end of the day, it's caused, you cannot deny it's caused a just a part of my French here, a clusterfuck around the world. And so... I think that if this is not handled and mitigated and condensed properly, then I don't know what to say. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, assuming the science is accurate and real, and again, this hasn't hit the mainstream media yet, but I imagine if it keeps persisting and spreading, it will in the next handful of days. They need to lock that whole geographical area down. There, there's, no, there's no other way. They got to quarantine it. Now, the one thing I want to mention as well, too, is that because of the fact that there's not much information on this, it's hard for me to speculate. So I'm not just going to come up and just imagine things and pull things out of thin air. But at the same time, we have to look and say, okay, this is happening and accelerating this, this Indian illness on a minute by minute, second by second, hourly basis. So as each hour goes by, we risk the chance of this spreading in a certain way. Now, I'm not trying to fear monger or create some type of, let's say... Uh, mass hysteria of any kind, not not even close to that. All I'm trying to do is make you guys aware of it and report the instances and explain to you guys that this is what happens when we're too focused on one thing and not focused on everything else at the same time. Now, I know COVID is the main focus, but at the same time, we need to keep our eye on the ball everywhere else. Other countries need to be watching one another. I'm sure I don't need to explain this publicly, but they need to be keeping an eye on each other in a very, very intellectual way. Whether it's through science, whether it's software, technology, they need to watch everything. Everything. Because right now, the economy's in the gutter for almost everybody, 
for most countries around the world. And another illness like this that could be spreadable, I don't think it, I hate to say it, but I don't think it would be survivable, not even economically, but just generally. It would change the whole aspect of the way in which we live. History as we knew it, you know, a year and a half ago would not be the same like that ever again. So I want you guys to, to let me know what you think. And if you're still watching at this point in time, I did want to mention as well that there is a bit of a theory I had in my mind, but I haven't been able to, I guess we could say, put it out there in a, in a way that would be structured and reasonable. So I, I, I don't really want to mention it in the other episodes. But what I do want to say is that could it be possible that these aliens or certain species of them helped us develop a vaccine? Because, I mean, let's be honest, I'm not trying to discredit from the scientists out there that are helping us and, and, and have developed this. But at the same time, could there have been some type of drop seeding, some type of, um, not accidental, but purposeful leakage from these aliens through the CIA, through their dummy companies, through their corporations and their NGOs into the medical industry to the people who need to see it in order to help develop this. And I know that one of the main things used within this vaccine was something called mRNA, which has been around from the 80s. They just didn't really know what type of effects it has, but they decided to use it this time because the world's in a clusterfuck right now. Um, but at the same time, I think that it's possible maybe these uh, beings may have helped advance the the ability of the mRNA in order to put this into a vaccine. Again, I, I don't have any proof to substantiate that, which is why I don't want to bring it up in any other instance. But again, just wanted to, to give you guys a bit of, a, I guess we could say, a, a, an idea to, to ponder. So let me know what you guys think, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you.